0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am at Primo, joined today by my brother, Josh Primo.
1: What's happening? Do you grab your wiener
0: like you grab that mic? Oh, I do. I...
1: <laughs> I'm like...
0: <laughs> I digress. <laughs> uh, yeah, I-, I do some bad things with this mic. Just saying. I am excited. It smells like sex and shame. More shame than... Well. Well, this is Surfing the Stream, where we review movies each and every week. Josh joins me on Thursdays to review uh, any of the random releases that we've been wanting to watch. Uh, We have not had a good track record up to now. I think we only had one movie so far that we've actually... Enjoyed. That was Tombstone.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think back, man. I can't think of. We've had a, that. Uh, without
0: remorse is okay. Eh. But good movie. Yeah, one. Let me rephrase that. Movies that we can rewatch. Yeah, just the one. Just the one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, each each and every week we review movies on on Thursdays, and then I personally do my own reviews uh, throughout the week. Currently doing Alien in review, reviewing all the movies in the Alien franchise, uh, reviewing all the X-Men movies. That includes the, the original trilogy, the sequel slash prequel trilogy, however you want to look at it, uh, the Wolverine movies, and uh, what's that? New Mutants. And then possibly Deadpool. I'm not entirely sure about that. But we're about to start. A new series in uh, July, Josh and I. It'll be his first genre series. That'll be War Movies in review. Uh, I have the uh, schedule right here. On July 4th, we're going to be doing The Patriot because of obvious reasons. And then uh, for Patreon supporters, they're going to get Full Metal Jacket on July 5th. Uh, Josh and I are going to do Saving Private Ryan on July 8th. Lone Survivor on July 15th and then Patreon supporters on July 16th will get the uh, second review of the month, which is In Me at the Gates. And then to close out our review series, Josh and I will be reviewing Braveheart on July 22nd. And to close out the series, July 29th, we'll be dropping our top 10 list for what we think are the top 10 best war movies ever made. So be on the lookout for that series. It's coming up fast. Shout out. And... (laughs) And it'll be Josh's first time. So I don't know if your body's ready, sir.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a...
0: You're over here like, oh, let's add more to it. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) fuck, you want to? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure we're well-versed. So, yeah, uh, War Movies in July. And then, yeah, that's pretty much what's on the docket for the next month or so. going to be dropping some new releases here and there. Uh, Next week, we're going to be reviewing Top Gun. Josh and I, so excited to watch that. I haven't seen it in uh, like two years, maybe. Good movie, though.
1: I don't think I've I've never seen
0: it. Never seen it. Speaking of never seen, I told you that I had never seen this movie that we're reviewing today, which is Contraband. I've actually seen this movie before.
1: It looked very familiar when I was watching it.
0: it. It was like maybe 15, 20 minutes into it. I was like, oh, wait, I've seen this before.
1: Uh. I'm not sure where it was, but I forget what it was that made me be like, I think it was the captain. When I seen the the ship captain, I was like, I, I totally remember that because I've never laughed so hard in a movie that that captain was hilarious <laughs> and wasn't, he wasn't supposed uh, to be.
0: It wasn't until they showed, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the other dude's apartment or house, uh, what, what the hell was his name? I don't forgot his name. Uh the the friend. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, when I saw his house, I was like, oh, wait, I've seen this movie before. Just didn't pay attention very well. Apparently. Yeah,
1: apparently it wasn't very rememberable because when I told you about it, you were like, Yeah, I've never seen that. And I was like, I don't think I have either.
0: <laughs> uh it's it's kind of like a run up. anyways, we'll we'll save that for the for the review. Uh yeah. we're here to review Contraband, the movie with Marky Mark in it today. And uh, before we jump into the review, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. Uh, supporting us at any of those tiers will get you access to a slew of content, a music review podcast, an anime review podcast, as well as uh, additional episodes each and every month. Like I said, next uh, in July, we'll be doing two extra reviews for Patreon supporter that will not be released to the public. So, patreon.com slash two game. Let's, with all that shit, let's jump into the review. This week, we are reviewing Contraband. Uh, Josh picked it out this week. We kind of go back and forth between who picks what movie. So, uh, what was it, Contraband? What was the other movie that you, we had a choice between?
1: Hell, I don't know now, because I went to Google it before we started this and I was like, I thought it was Watchmen, but apparently it wasn't that.
0: So I don't know what the hell I was wanting to watch. No, oh, you definitely would not pick Watchmen. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not up your alley, sir. So I don't even know what it, the hell the name was. I, I, I've i seen it. I, I remember that. I remember you were like, this one and this one. I'm like, well, I've seen that one. Shit, don't even remember. Anyways, it doesn't really Man, matter. I don't either. So, we are going to be talking spoilers throughout the rest of this uh, this podcast. So, if you are not interested in this movie, or if you are interested in it and you want to watch it, then you might want to pause it here, go watch the movie, and then come back. Or listen to this review and figure out if you want to watch it or not, and then go watch it. Which, which, whatever you want to do, we're here for you. We watch these movies, so you either A, go watch them, or you don't waste your time. Like, we waste our time a lot of the time.
1: Yes yes we do i want to do a little different there sir i got a question for you after you give me your general impression okay i got i I got a question to ask you after your impression i don't want to i don't want to taint the impression
0: you said taint (laughs) 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 well i don't know where to go from there (laughs) Nowhere but up, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so contraband. To protect his brother-in-law from a drug lord, a former smuggler heads to Panama to score millions of dollars in counterfeit money. Now, drug lord might be exaggerating a little bit, I think. That sounds like, I don't know, like some huge like cartel bullshit going on. That is not necessarily the case.
1: Yeah, small-time guy. He, he was nowhere near a <laughs> lord.
0: Lord. <laughs> this movie is directed by, and I'm going to say this wrong, so y'all know the deal. Go fuck yourselves. Baltasar Mocker. No idea. Did you just call me a Baltasar? <laughs> Did you just call me a Pokemon? <laughs> he directed the movie's Two Guns. Which is also, I think it also has Mark Wahlberg in it, and Denzel Washington, if I'm not mistaken. And he also directed the movie Everest, which is obviously about the Mount Everest. Anyways, uh, the budget was $25 million and it grossed worldwide $96.3 million. It stars Mark Wahlberg, Giovanni Rabisi, probably saying that wrong, Kate Beckinsale, and Ben Foster. It has a runtime of one hour and forty nine minutes, and it was released on July, Excuse me, January thirteenth, twenty twelve. Yeah, those look similar. Yeah, uh, well, I have shitty handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I was legit, I was legit writing this shit uh, down a bumpy road. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, I've up uh, night, <laughs> yeah!
1: This guy's talking about some Decemberary. <laughs> Decemberary. <area. laughs> all right, Matt. You forgot my favorite actor of all times is in this movie. J.K. Simmons.
0: That's your favorite actor of all time.
1: Oh, Matt, he ranks up there, man. That dude just slays it. Slays it.
0: What's your favorite every beat?
1: time? Uh, he's in Oz. That's where I uh, originally uh, found him at. He does Spider Man. You should know he's the Mm -hmm. the editor in there. And there was a bunch of movies I'd never seen him in. But my biggest uh, what you call it? Uh, was Oz. That's where I'd first met him at, and that's probably the that dude acted great in that that show.
0: Mm Mhm. Oh, he's a good actor. He's really good in Whiplash, which is not that. A,
1: I promise you. And he makes one a hell of an insurance salesman. He is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know a, two, a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Mm. Knowledge
0: bomb, sir. You want to run back. <laughs> 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 you know what? When when you start laughing at my prime A material jokes, I will start laughing at your material. Okay. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> one time. One I'm time. Still fucking bitter about that.
1: Man, I can tell. But did you know JK Simmons is the voice of the yellow M&M? No. Yes, sir, he is. Check it out. Never, never. He does a bunch of voiceovers. Uh most of them I didn't know, but I figured it would be right up your alley. You might know who the hell they
0: were. I did not know he did the, the yellow M M&M. and M.
1: Yeah, I came across that. Uh, I told you earlier I went down the rabbit hole watching eyes mm-hmm. w- with him in it, and uh, man, a YouTube video popped up and he was doing an interview, and he damn sure was
0: the yellow M M&M. and M. No shit. Yeah, I'm trying to even think of what, like even a commercial with M and Ms on it that they actually speak. Like I'm trying uh, to the
1: it. the one in the uh, the Christmas one. He's like. And <laughs> That's the only one I can remember that I actually heard the Eminem talk.
0: That's weird. That is. Well, there's a uh, fun fun fact for y'all. <laughs> Some useless information that you'll never You're right. That
1: will in your favor. You definitely won't be picking up any women with this knowledge I give you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news for you, Good news for you is uh, you already have yours,
0: so you don't. That have is it. very true. She's used to my lame knowledge. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, three fun facts for y'all. The painting that was stolen in this movie uh, appears to be the uh, the painting one number thirty one, whatever that means, by Jackson Pollock. It has an estimated value of over $200 million. Wow. For a painting. I am. For a painting.
1: Is it not weird that Castor Pollock was on Face Off and... Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Well, I, I was like, no way. That's not... Yeah, but it was... I what, what, was
0: <laughs> what was his uh, brother's name? Oh, it was, man. There's Castro. Castro Troy. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, I can't remember now. It was Pollock, or was it Pollock Troy?
1: Maybe that's what it was.
0: It was definitely Pollock. I thought the same yeah. thing when I wrote it down. I was like, oh, is this face-off? Yeah. Uh, in the scene at the harbor, Kate is required to say goodbye to Mark Wahlberg, put their kids in the car, and drive away. Only when they went to shoot that scene did the producers learn that Kate Beckinsale doesn't drive. Now, that's how you know you're rich and famous when you don't know how to drive. Man, that's
1: unheard of these days. That's weird.
0: Yeah. So, in 2012, there were two movies with Mark Wahlberg and uh, Giovanni Ribisi that, quote-unquote, drug lord in the movie. Uh, They were in another movie together, Ted. And they both played kind of the same role where Walk, where Walk, I can't even talk. Mark Wahlberg's character was a hero and Rubisi's was the antagonist. So, two movies in 2012, and they, they both acted in the same movie together. You know, now that you mention
1: that whole that lady that didn't know how to drive, did you know uh, Michael Imperioli, who plays Christopher Multisante? Didn't know how to drive, and he had to learn how to drive for the Sopranos.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember him saying that on his uh on that podcast. And I thought that was crazy. I can't believe I've heard two people now. I mean, it must be nice. Well, his I can kind of understand because he's from New York, right? Yeah. They don't really drive up there, so I can understand that. But hers, I'm just like, how do you not know how to drive? Unless she's from New yeah. York. And my entire argument is null and void.
1: Just do what the people in Louisiana do. Just stick their head up their ass and give it a go.
0: You know, I wish I could get offended by that, but I'm not because you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of line, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. So, what did you think about contraband? It did not give me the good vibrations. The good vibrations.
1: Yeah, Marky Mark, man. That was his song. He was famous for it. I got the good vibrations. Oh, damn. That was before your time, though. I don't know if you was even born yeah, well, when that song game out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I know what song you talking,
0: uh... about. I, song talking about. I, just re- I didn't realize that was the reference you were making. Over my head. You know what? Go fuck yourself, because you deserve it. You didn't, vo- didn't like <laughs> 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 oh, Damn, this guy is so salty tonight. <laughs> I'm supposed to about the dick too uh, small. <laughs> uh, DTS? I have changed, changed my profile name on Netflix to "Dick Too Small." <laughs> <laughs> uh What fucking asshole! Oh, that was great,
1: <laughs> man. I thought it was. I thought it was. It was an alright movie. Uh, certain parts were good. Certain parts were bad. For some odd reason, man, I found quite a bit of humor in this movie that probably shouldn't have been there. Uh the storyline was very convoluted, but it was like, I know where you're going. And then it's like, Wow, that was left field. <laughs> and right. then it and then it kinda, you know, had just had that generic twist in the movie that you kinda seen coming. And some of the dialogue between the actors didn't feel like it flowed very well. To me, and l- let's talk about that shitty accent that old uh let's see what his name
0: was Giovanni had God, that was horrible,
1: and you know my hang up on accents
0: i didn't even I didn't even recognize it to be honest with you. I thought he was you... playing himself
1: No, no no now I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Sneaky Pete. he plays his normal voice in that. And it, this was just horrible. It was like half his voice and I don't know. Okay. You don't know, have a big you know, I have a big half hang up on uh cagey. accents. You do? Yeah.
0: What the funniest accent thing that we've ever uh come across was uh Pierce Brosnan in that movie uh oh what the fuck was that name of it? It was the one with Jackie Chan in it. Uh The Foreigner. Did you watch that? Or was it just me? No, I didn't see that. It was like the worst part of this entire movie Pierce Brosnan, uh, his horrendous accent. He was like taking me out of the movie. And come to find out, that's his real accent. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, well, I'll go
1: <laughs> well, What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I liked you better when you were 007.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy says, you sound like you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) So I will kind of echo a lot of those same sentiments. Uh, I think the the dialogue is pretty bad at times. I think the acting is, it it really depends on the actor. Like Mark Wahlberg, I mean, he plays Mark Wahlberg, and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's what you're getting. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, bad acting there. Ben Foster, it was just, I don't know. There was something, I don't know if it was bad acting or if it was the lines that were given to him, like his character was just written badly in the first place. Uh, something I did not like about his character in there. I, I think it was a combination of the acting plus the dialogue. And then the Giovanni Rubisi guy who played... Uh, what was his name in the movie? See, I don't know. Tim if- Briggs. Briggs. I actually enjoyed him in this movie. I mean, he was kind of left field the entire movie, but uh, I enjoyed him. Mm-hmm. But I-, I think overall, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I I kind of went into it thinking it was going to be crap because remember, uh, I did not realize that I even saw this movie before. And it wasn't until about halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, wait, you know what? I have seen this before. Uh, but the, the issue is, I mean, what, what are you going to this movie to begin with? Like, what are you expecting out of this movie? You know you're going into it for Mark Wahlberg. Are you getting a good Mark Wahlberg movie? I mean, there are, he has other better movies to go watch. Way better movies. Uh, shooter. Uh, the Fighter is really good. And then um, I know I'm missing some of his big movies. Uh, Lone Survivor. And that Italian one, I can't think of the damn name of that one. Italian Job, The Departed, yeah, he's in that. Uh, he has several really, really great movies. Is I mean, if you go to this expecting one of those types of movies, you're not gonna get that. This is gonna be on the lower end of the spectrum as far as his, his best movies. Uh, but the acting and the dialogue was a big thing. And then my biggest issue with the entire movie, and you kind of mentioned it, how. They're they're falling along this track and then they go left field all of a sudden. You're like, uh, wait, what? Like when they went on the uh the bank, not the bank heist, but the uh, armor truck heist. Yes. I was like, what does this have to do with the movie, like at all? Like they could have cut that completely out.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. That that was where I had actually come to that opinion from. Was that scene? There's only one part of that whole scene that is just absolutely freaking. Hilarious. And I laughed my ass off when I seen it. What was that? The dudes get out the damn car, man, to rob this bank robber and some bitches got duct tape all over their face for their ass. <laughs> <Right. laughs> this guy is supposed to be the head of this this
0: ring and this bitch can't even afford a mask. <laughs> duct tape all over his face. <laughs> So I don't know if you have ever seen the movie, but uh, that whole armored truck heist is a like a tribute or whatever to the movie Heat because they do almost the exact same thing in that movie, which I just watched. No, no, I didn't know that. yeah, but Heat does it like a hundred times better. So there's that. Ah, and then you still need to Google that uh shootout scene from Heat. Oh no, that's right, that's right. I forgot about that. Being Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like they could have cut that scene out. And really, I mean, you take out that scene, well, that's almost 10 minutes right there. You can probably cut out some more scenes because again, some of it doesn't really make sense in the context of the movie. I think if you just left some of those scenes out, it wouldn't have made the movie any worse, but it would improved the pacing and the time. Uh, It's one hour and 49 minutes. Uh, I thought the pacing was good. I mean, it's all right. I wasn't sitting there looking at my watch and go on, uh, how much more time do I have? I was actually enjoying what I was watching. I never hated any, at any point in this movie. Like, I didn't I didn't sit there and go, I don't know how I'm gonna finish this movie. And then it just got better. I, I, I thoroughly, I was gonna say thoroughly. I enjoyed it for the most part for what it was uh, over the course of the entire movie. But it could have been about 10, 15 minutes shorter than what they gave us.
1: Yeah, that uh, armored ice definitely should have been cut out.
0: It made no sense. I, mean, I get that it, it came back to it at the end and gave them what a twenty million dollar uh, score, but what what purpose did that serve in the movie? It, it not it didn't serve any purpose to me.
1: Yeah, I think it was just they was wanting another action scene, and I think that was the only way they could get it, or they thought they could get it.
0: See. Is this movie an action movie? Because I don't think so. I think it's more of a thriller than it is a uh, an action movie.
1: Uh, yeah, you read right about that.
0: Yeah, I that, it, yeah. I was sitting there wondering where they're going to go from here. But like you said, the movie is super predictable. Like, even at the point where I I hadn't even figured out that I had watched it before. I'm looking at this uh Ben Foster's car- character's fashion, and I'm like, "Oh, that dude's straight up, like not good. Like he's definitely a part of this, and he ends up being a part oh, of yeah. It.
1: Yeah, it was too easy to uh too easy to predict, but I want to uh the question I have for you, sir, is, what did you think about the
0: uh, director's uh use of the camera? Bru- I got that fucking rope down. <laughs> it was, fucking, <laughs> oh, it, was so, it was so damn annoying. I liked it. You liked it?
1: I like certain aspects of his camera angles, uh, especially in the beginning where you're like point of view, like you're flying with the helicopter. I really enjoyed some of the shots. I mean, granted, he jumped back and forth a few times, but I thought it was okay.
0: I felt like in, and I say audio listeners, I mean, we're we're on uh, FaceTime right now, but you're not gonna be able to see this this video recording. But basically like he's moving the shot and I feel like I'm like I'm drunk looking at it. And then he's step and like he stays on the character. And it's just like he's he's like super zoom zoomed in. It's almost like someone got a like I got a handheld camera and I was filming this movie. That's what it felt like at times. Felt shaky. I just I don't know. I just I
1: liked it, but you know, I've read so many spots that critics slammed the director for the camera work and i was going through my mind on what parts of it because you know i was watching it and i was uh writing some things down and i was like kick-ass camera work in the beginning
0: and then i read that and i'm like what the hell did i miss i did not yeah i did not care for it it was just i, I perform more of the uh the steel camera angles and, and whatnot, the whole moving camera and the handheld camera look. I just, I don't, I don't want really to prefer that. It, it almost reminded me of like a Zack Snyder film, except Zack Snyder does a lot of fades, fade ins and fade outs where you need the, the, the shot to what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, it, it's not so blurry. The beginning was, I don't know the word I'm thinking of. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I just I wrote down here. Super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you sure Tina's name was next to it? <laughs> <laughs> <have>
1: <laughs> We're not gonna pay me to a boxer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love <a> long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Here are my here are my main issues with the movie: the, the, the dialogue, the acting. I can get past all that if you have a decent story to back it up. The film being about 10, 15 minutes, too long. This, the At least the shootout is somewhat, you know, enjoyable. It's not like it's not enjoyable. It just doesn't mean anything to me in the context of the movie. My main issues with the entire movie is almost the first, what, 20, 30 minutes of the movie. I just, I, I strongly dislike the beginning part of this movie. They start off in this little party. And it's, it's almost like they had shot a like a 20-minute intro and left the intro out of the movie. And then you're just here, and they're all of a sudden talking about smuggling and stuff like that. And you're like, what the fuck is... Wait, what? And then who talks about smuggling in a party so, uh, so casually?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I had the exact same thing about the uh, conversations and the dialogue between the actors in the beginning because it was horrendous,
0: horrendous, horrendous. And then they expect you to know these relationships between these characters, and I get it. They all smuggle together. That's their relationship. But who are these people? Who was Sebastian other than a smuggler and a shitty friend? Who is he?
1: Apparently a shitty businessman because that's what he borrowed that money for.
0: Right. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg. I mean, other than him being a smuggler and him getting out of it to be with his family, what was, I mean, we don't know anything about that character other than that. So there's like absolutely no depth to any of these characters. They're all like superficial, uh, writing and superficial character stuff. It's just, to me, the characters were, were not set up properly. I think if, spent If they took those 20 minutes and diverted that and made it more character development stuff, I think this movie would have been significantly better because I think in a heist film, you have to care about the characters that are doing it because you don't want them to get caught and stuff like that. That builds tension and, and whatnot. And while I cared about Mark Wahlberg's character, would I have cared about him if I was not a Mark Wahlberg fan? Absolutely not. I don't think so. So, Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise, and The Rock; those are my three favorite actors, and Denzel Washington.
1: Yeah, I can't fault you on those choices, sir.
0: I mean, for the most part, all of them make solid movies. So, going into this movie and seeing his character, and I care about him. That's not because of his character. That's because I just I love the shit out of like Mark Wahlberg. You know, I fucking love his movies. Hmm. Go ahead and leave that one alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> well, I got scolded. <laughs>
0: I have one question for you, sir. Yes. All right, you know who Kate Beckinsale is, right? No. The 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 mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kate beckinsale she was in the uh underworld movies as uh selena you you wouldn't watch those that's vampires and werewolves so yeah you wouldn't watch that shit uh but i have reviewed all those movies on our channel so you can go check out those reviews uh i would not recommend checking out those movies because they all suck but that's neither here nor there but Kate beckinsale i ask you this why is she in this fucking movie
1: Because I I needed her to tie in the end of very
0: shooting ending. No, 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 no. Why is Kate Beckinsale in this movie? (laughs) 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 I'm I'm okay with there being the mother in there and the whole story behind that. I'm just curious. What did Kate Beckinsale bring to this movie? They could have just got some random Joe Schmo uh, female character to play the wife and she would have been just as effective.
1: Yeah, they overspent. I mean...
0: The overspin on her.
1: Yeah, they did, because she really didn't have a very big part in it.
0: She's She didn't really act that great either. Especially when she was screaming and whatnot. And I'm like, bro, this is so fake. Like, I don't believe you at all. Yeah.
1: You know, the... uh I had, let's see... A couple of big problems with this movie. We'll start with the beginning. The first one is when Tim Briggs is beating... Uh, the young kid, after he finds out that he uh, lost the dope that he was smuggling. Mm-hmm. And the black guy's in the car with him. And in New Orleans, you'd have just got shot. But this guy rams him with a car. And I it looked terrible. So. <laughs> that whole scene looked terrible. <laughs> that that did. And then, oh, I'm at the hospital, and it's like, he died. <laughs> and I didn't like it. Didn't like it. And then... You got the the thing all in the beginning, yeah. And then you got the cargo ship that when they uh, drain the hydraulic fluid on it, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna hit the uh, the pier," and then it shows it hitting the pier, and three containers fall off. I'm pretty sure that would have did some damage, right? I agree. I don't even I don't even know if that would have been necessary.
0: I I like like you said earlier. They just did some choices that came out of left field, and you're like, "Did we really need that, though?"
1: Yeah, you know, like they made such a big emphasis on that damn carpet cleaner.
0: Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah. Oh, make sure you get that carpet cleaner. I'm like, oh well. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you hit the dope in the in the fucking carpet cleaner. I mean, you've only said it about five times. Yeah, I mean,
1: I'm pretty sure if I was the guy that worked on a boat. An effing carpet cleaner would not be in my damn bag to come on the ship with me. No, I'm just saying. I mean, unless that suction's good, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa!
0: I don't know what that's, what that's all about, but I want to find out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: so let me. And add- then I had oh, go ahead one. Pr-
1: I had one problem with the end, but we can discuss that when we get toward the end because it's the end of the movie critique.
0: Well, what, what is it? It might be the same thing that I'm I have an issue with.
1: How the hell does she hear that damn
0: phone? He heard that damn phone ringing through all that concrete. That's, bored. Not, that's not what I was thinking. But yeah, I, I agree. that There were so many. How did he know that she was even there or that he was there?
1: Yeah. And then you got the damn like 50 uh, concrete trucks out there backing up and running, and he hears the phone ring. I can't even hear my phone ring half the time from the five uh, foot from me.
0: Not only did he hear it from across the yard, but it was also in cement, in wrapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And uh, like you said, how did he fucking hear that? And she had been knocked out for,
1: uh, I'd say, that night, 12, 13, 14 hours probably. Mm-hmm. How the hell did that phone battery last that long? Right. Because if it was an iPhone, you know that damn thing can't walk from a charger too far.
0: Now you're telling me she is unconscious for several hours. Never wakes up to him wrapping her up in damn plastic wrap. He wraps her head up in the plastic wrap, and this woman doesn't have like an anoxic brain injury or some bullshit.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that that's man, I just
0: a lot a lot of it was far fetched. Uh, and I agree that some of the choices in the movie just didn't make any sense, like the them ramming the truck. Bro, this is New Orleans. You get shot in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Learn where you're taping it.
0: Like, why are you going to ruin your car? You got to get away. Yeah, and
1: then you think that little brush guard is going to keep uh, any other damage off that uh, Bronco? No.
0: No. It's just, and then... I don't know. It's just the story kind of went back and forth a lot. And look, I'm shitting all of this movie. Josh is shitting all of this movie. But at the end of the day, I do find it enjoyable. Is it something that I'm going to go out of my way to watch on a, on a weekend? No, probably not. If if I had a choice, like if I want to sit here and go, you know what? I want to watch a little Marky Mark movie tonight. Contraband is not going to be the Marky Mark movie that I choose.
1: You should probably watch Good Vibrations music video <laughs> first. Sir.
0: I'm gonna search good vibrations and they're gonna <laughs> <or some
1: shit. laughs> I put it I put it to them like this. It's a movie that you'll forget you watched because neither of us remembered we had watched it. That's how memorable it is.
0: But it's good when you watch it, when you do watch it. I don't yeah. know if I'd say good. Okay. See, I'm, a, I'm a little bit higher on it than you, I think. I think you I think, have a main. I think I, en- I enjoyed myself when I was watching the movie, but it's not a good movie, quote-unquote, if you want to put it like that. Like I said, the, the issues are, are apparent. The worst part is the beginning. You got the dialogue. You got the acting. Uh, about 10 15 to minutes, too long. Uh, some of the character work is pretty bad. So, I mean, all those issues... I still find it somewhat enjoyable at the end of the day. But that's just me.
1: You know, I would probably watch it over again just to get to the spots that I find hilarious. The duct tape. Then they're all, uh, you know, they're in, they're in a ship. Uh, I don't know what that, the cafeteria or whatever. And they're all busting each other's balls. And he's like, oh, yeah, what you going to do? And he says, well, I'm going to get that Panama shit to rub in your mama's cunt. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where did you come up with that, man? That that was Who could come up with that line? I laughed my ass off at that. And then you got the shit the ship captain in his house. He, he's like, What the fuck you doing in my house? I love how he got arrested. Yeah, it was so I don't understand oh, why. I was like,
0: because of, like, of the drugs. I was like, why did he get arrested? Because I mean, he didn't really do anything wrong. They broke into his house. Yeah, that's what. I
1: don't know. I didn't get that either. And he didn't, but notice his car was gone. Man, I would totally rewatch this movie just for the captain. I thought the captain sailed it. Man, he was like a dick, and it worked
0: perfectly. James Simmons. He's he's he's. He's a legend. we us just put it that way. He's a legend.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, who can be a dick and the yellow Eminem all in the same life? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody.
0: <laughs> uh, you prove a good point, sir, and I can't argue with it. Yes, yes. So I gave this movie three stars. I think it's a good movie. Uh, as far as it is, it worth buying? Is it worth going out of your way to watch? Not necessarily. I think if you, if you're a Mark Wahlberg fan then I think you will find some enjoyment in this movie. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie or a terrible movie. Uh, and I, I think, like I said, if you're a Mark Wahlberg fan, you're going to find something in this movie to like. But why would you pick this out when you have significantly other better, like significantly better Mark Wahlberg movies? You got Patriot's Day, which is a really good movie. Like I said, it's Lone Survivor. Uh, Departed, a whole a whole bunch of movies. This is not the one you're gonna pick, unless you've seen them all and you're like, "Oh, I haven't seen Contraband yet." Well, then you're gonna go watch it. At the end of the day, I think Mark Wahlberg saved this movie. You take Mark Wahlberg out of this movie, this is a shitty movie.
1: Yeah, he, he made it. He was a. Uh, he was probably the one that uh, carried the movie. You know, that had big roles. Oh yeah, I saw Ab- JK. J.K. Simmons was awesome, but he wasn't the main character. Main character is Mark Wahlberg, sold it.
0: Yeah, uh, like I said, you take him out, this movie is not not good. Not good at all. I don't know who you could replace him with to make this as enjoyable, but uh, like I said, he's the MVP of this movie, and it would be the only reason you would go watch this movie is if you are a Mark Wahlberg fan, in my opinion. Now, currently, it is $8 on Vudu, I would not pay $8 for this movie. Hell no. $5 is stretching it. Honestly, I wouldn't even buy this movie. If you had a chance to rent it or find it on a streaming app, then that would probably be the best spot for it. Uh, I'd I would, I would probably just wait. It is, it's not good enough to, to own, in my opinion. Uh, it is on HBO Max until June 19th. So you have nine more days if you're listening to this on uh, Thursday when we drop this episode so per- perfect amount of time to go watch this movie and you don't have to spend your money but other than that i would not I would not pay my hard-earned money to own this movie it's not worth owning
1: no nah, I gave it a uh, man, I'm gonna give it a, a two two point five I'd probably give it a two if it didn't have uh, marky mark and uh j k in it mm-hmm I just enjoyed their parts of the movie enough to uh to keep on watching. Yeah. I I definitely watch it one time and if uh it's not the definitely not the worst movie you'll come across. And it's uh
0: movie that we've reviewed. Yeah.
1: And it's definitely not uh Wahlberger's best movie. But I mean it'll pass the time if you can uh get
0: past you know, the points we've made earlier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Get past that first twenty thirty minutes and I think you will be fine. Not to say that the first 20-30 minutes are so atrocious, but it's just that's where the the character work and all that, it it should be, and it's not. And you're kind of just thrown in the middle of a movie, it feels like. Uh, but yeah, once you get past that a little bit, I think the movie is significantly better. Uh, but that's not saying much, though. Well, so, it's definitely
1: better than The Wander we watched.
0: I oh, guarantee you that. Now, this is the second best movie that I think that we've reviewed up to this point. I think this is better than Without Remorse. You probably think differently. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I don't know. I mean, the only good thing action, about of course
1: was action. That, that one really great scene. Yeah, action-wise, that'd be the only... I don't know, it throws me off why Mark Wahlberger actually picked this movie, because, you know, he's pretty intense in his action-type movies. Lots of fighting, lots of shootouts and stuff, and this one really just didn't have it, but... Just didn't seem like a movie that he'd have been interested in.
0: Mm-hmm. He he just came out with a new movie on uh, Paramount Plus called Infinity or Infinite.
1: Because I mean, we make no bones about it. That dude, he can act. Now I've seen him play, and I and uh,
0: usually I enjoy his movies. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Mark Wahlberg fan, huge, and he will be in a uh, upcoming review of Lone Survivor, sir. Yes, sir, and uh, I, yeah. I'm super curious of what your your top ten is going to be, as far as war movies. I I think I know what number one is going to be. I think what both are number one is going to be. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it it it's a classic. What can I say? It, it it may or may not be the first movie that we were, we review. If I had to to guess. Or uh, maybe it, maybe maybe we're not
1: talking about the same damn movie. I thought it was the first one we had to do. It's either the Patriot. It's the Patriot, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was okay. the
1: first one. Yeah, that's
0: the first movie we were reviewing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's it, yeah. man. You had me all confused. I was like, shit. I didn't study.
0: I was like, <laughs> I <need> to... <laughs> we him? <laughs> uh, so first, Harbour, I, I thought reading? we wouldn't. <laughs> this guy over here talking shit about Pearl Harbor on the phone with me earlier, and he's over here like, oh, I'm gonna go beat off to this movie tonight because I fucking love it so much well watch out
1: (laughs) what i do what i do in my private time is my business all right Well, i'm anxious to see man uh you know we've discussed earlier that some of these movies are not as up to date uh and you know sometimes a movie can be good but just done in the wrong time like you know we talked about scarface earlier what or it's uh you know epic and a classic, but being in the seventies hinders it a lot.
0: Yeah, that's kind of one of the issues with Heat is it has that. I'm not even sure when that movie came out. Like late eighties, early nineties. It might be the nineties that it came out. Uh, but yeah, you can just it's a, it's a product of its time. Not not necessarily as much as Scarface is, but you can tell like how they how they shoot the movie and that they add. These super slow scenes and that's just a product of older film where now yeah action 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 into the movie yeah yeah i'm with you on that well any other uh points on this uh movie contraband sir
1: i think we covered it sir uh yeah i don't Just remember the duct tape disguise on the face, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: the best part. (laughs) Uh, Dog. Well, I appreciate you joining me for the review, sir. Yes, sir. Next week Uh, Top Gun. I am so fucking ready. I am too, man. I can't believe I had never seen that movie. So I'm ready to go. Now it's got the action. It's got the little bit of the on your edge of your seat. Kind of thriller aspect to it. And it's also got a little bit of romance in there as well. I'm anxious to see what Tom
1: Cruise can pull out. You know, I'm not a, a huge Tom Cruise fan. So let's see if he can sell it.
0: I feel the need, the need for speed.
1: I uh, hadn't seen the movie, so I don't know what that reference is. Oh, <laughs> <yeah, yeah. laughs> I don't want to be accused of not laughing at your primo material. (laughs) Don't you fucking forget it either.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate y'all joining us on this review of Contraband. Y'all let us know what you think about it. If you like it, hate it, whatever. Have you seen it? Have you not seen it? Let us know. Two Podcast at gmail.com. You can email me there. Or you can comment on our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. And you can search for me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, uh, Matthew Primo. And uh, that's going to conclude our review, and we'll catch you all next time on, on another one.
1: I can't figure out how to turn this thing off. <laughs> 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 Fuck, does this thing even end? <laughs> I don't see an end call. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> all right, that'll work.